Yo, this is Jake. They call me Dr. Flock. Views. What's up? It's John John. Views. And it's real life doing this, bitch. Views. You are now listening to the Views from the Chip podcast. I'm taking a knee. Did you guys see all that stuff about uh, people saying like they felt like the NFL was doing too much for the black community with the Super Bowl? No, I did. I did not. With the... I think I saw. I think it was Charlemagne posted it. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was at a, we were at a friend's house watching the Super Bowl, and and somebody pointed out that they made them that that they sung the black national anthem outside the stadium. What do you mean outside the stadium? Like they were not in the stadium. And who sang it? I don't know the name of the people. I forget who that was that sang it. What's the Black National Anthem? I don't know the name of the song, but it's there's a real one. I thought it was Swag Surfing and that was a joke. It's a real (laughs) song. Yeah. Yes, it's real, but it's also like kind of fucked up. (laughs) It's real. I had no idea it was real, dog. I thought it, I thought people were using it as a joke. Nah, they had him outside the stadium. You know that song, Uh Lift every voice and sing. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know the words, but yeah, I just that was a quick Google. I've heard it before, but I ain't know I had a name. I just thought it was the Black National Anthem, but it actually has a name. Yeah, I saw Charlemagne talking about. Some study that was done that people were saying they felt like it was they were doing too much because of that, because of that, and like letting Eminem kneel, and I guess some other stuff that the NFL's been doing. I don't know specifically what it is, but I was like, how wild of a study is that in general? Just to like survey that. I mean, who who that's that's always my question with surveys too. Is like who are they surveying with this shit? Yeah, who, who's answering that? Just like that Chris Brown, Justin, to like who is the people being surveyed for that? But not to go back to that. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like, where, where are they getting these? Or, so, if you got that survey, are you only asking white people? Yeah, yeah, and I feel like sometimes they put out those surveys just to cause havoc. I mean, it has. Well, I guess 2019 was the last white person that performed Maroon Five. Before that, Justin Timberlake. Before that, Lady Gaga. Before that, Coldplay. Before that, Katy Perry. Before that, Bruno Mars. <laughs> Had to get our shit off. Yeah, like, come on, dog. Let, let, let the black people get get a suit. Come on, dog. We could get one every five. You're not mad. No, like, uh, no Chris Brown on that list, huh? Nah. Nah. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember Justin Timberlake's. Uh, <laughs> you don't remember? It's 2018. That's the second time JT got yeah, you know You don't remember either one, huh? You remember 2018? Yeah, who doesn't? That show was magical. You don't remember that shit. Yeah, I remember where I was at and everything. I was in fucking world stop. You see how fast he lies? That shit is crazy. Come on, dog. You go. remember Justin Timberlake 2018? Yeah, people thought it was great, dog. He'd bring in Sake out and everything. I don't oh, yeah, that. he did bring out Insane. Yeah, fuck y'all. I don't bro. remember it. Last one I remember for real, for real, was Beyonce shit. I remember Beyonce shit. I don't remember Bruno Mars. I don't remember Katy Perry. I don't remember none of them shit. I don't remember The Weeknd? The Weeknd, J-Lo and Shakira. But before that, the ones I just named, I don't remember them. I like The Weeknd. The Weeknd was all right. 
They call it 50 cent buck and a half. That's what I'm saying. All right, yeah. What the fuck is going on here? Wait, what? You got that, like 50 cent, like he, he looked kind of funny, like hanging upside down and shit. Are we at the point where we're calling 50 cent fat as a society that's like overwhelmingly overweight? Body like 50 cents fat? Hey, like that? That's who you guys think's fat? Like, I'm the dude's 40s fucking like seven. I, I hope I can bench press 347, dog. The fuck yeah. are you on it? I pray that I am fucking 50 cent fit at 47. I don't know if I was getting body shamed left and right there. I just think it was crazy they had my man upside down. I was just like, why they got my boy upside down? <laughs> it's 50 cent, dog. I get it. I get me paying homage to the in the club video, but let my man stand right side up. Like, what is Spider Man? My shit was like, how long was the upside down though? Because he looked, he looked like all the blood. No, he's he rapping crazy. upside down. Like, how you supposed to, how you supposed to do that shit? He looked crazy. He was in his mid forties. What's going on? <laughs> body shame, but he looked <laughs> That tank top looks sick. He definitely brought the G in the tank top back out. <laughs> they all look really, really old. Um, yeah. I thought they all looked old except for Eminem. He still looks like Eminem. I hate Eminem's outfits, bro. <laughs> like, his outfits suck. I definitely need Eminem Jordan plug, though. Yeah, he's always got nice Jordans. Do you think Eminem's yeah. getting like Botox and shit? I don't know. I mean, he don't do drugs no more. Uh, he was never like no big guy, so I don't. You don't never really see like. I mean, do smaller white people age bad? Forty-nine years old and no wrinkles for a white is after years of drug abuse. I'm, I'm like gonna... early years, though, and I don't know. It wasn't yeah, like he, he blew up when he was like twenty-eight. What, what was he even doing? Uh, opioids, pills. Mm. You can't really. I don't know. Do, do pills affect appearance like that? Yeah. You think? I believe so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that looks good, man. He's, he's still, he's still, I, I thought he had probably the best set. Come on, bro. Like, stop. Dude, lose yourself? The whole crowd was going nuts. What was the whole crowd? The whole fucking Super Bowl. Like, oh, I, that's I, probably what everybody, that's probably what everybody knew. I hate when you do this. So, so literally, they were going nuts. You just said everybody knew it, so they were going nuts. They was. That's what I just said. You said, said it was the best. The whole crowd. I said the whole crowd was going nuts, and you say, "What's the whole crowd?" But you said it was the best. Yeah, I thought it was the best. That was the best part of the halftime show. Was Lose Yourself? Yeah, oh. it's probably the biggest song out of all those. What was the best, John? Fucking Dr. Dre playing. Uh, I, I thought Steve yeah. Dre was fire when he was on the fucking piano. That was fire to me. Yeah, I liked when they walked down. Hendrick, be all right. That shit was fire to me. I don't want to be a party pooper here, but like people saying that was the best. Super Bowl performance ever. Rappers just bad performances, honestly. That wasn't. You don't think so? Like, like it was up there. It might not have been the best. I, I said Beyonce or Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, like, let me see it. Beyonce and she dances around and shit. Like that's entertaining. I could give a fuck less if Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre want to walk up a flight of stairs while they rap a song from 1992. I mean, that's what's up. But like, nah, that shit was fired. I mean, like that shit was definitely top five. I like Kendrick shit more than I like the probably I like Kendrick shit probably mostly little popped out the box and shit and he was it looked it was fun. 
Kendrick was cool. Where, where you at with it? And you on mute. 50 Cent was dancing and shit. You on mute, bro. Oh, shit, my bad. Uh, yeah, the rappers don't really like, uh, don't really perform that well. They kind of stand in the same spot. It's kind of like hit a little bop or something. It's, it's pretty basic. Snoop hit like a whole Huh? Snoop hit the crit walk on national TV at the Super Bowl. I mean, that was like, that was a, that's an iconic moment, but it's definitely not like a choreographed, like whole performance. Like, so where are y'all going? Best Super Bowl performance. I mean, I liked it just because, like, a nostalgia point of view. Um, best, Janet Jackson, best in Timberlake, Pity. That wasn't the best. Or favorite. That's your favorite moment? The best. I was not the best. I was going to rock your body and shit. <laughs> Were you going to fuck? Shout out to the titty, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't remember too many Super Bowl performances. That's that... what I'm saying. They not... They don't even be hitting like that. So I thought yeah. that one was cool. They brought out everybody from, I feel like, what was our generation that we fucked with. What was Mary J. Bosch doing there? I don't know. I guess woman representation, but she killed her part to me, except she was lip singing. I like Mary. Who would they have put for the female uh, representation? I think the female. Huh? I don't know. I guess it was to please the... Who, who are we even pleasing at this point? Everybody. Because <laughs> if they would have did that shit about them, oh, is no, no woman good enough for that? I feel like that's what the narrative They don't have any, like, Dr. Nope. Dr. Dre ain't fucking no girls? I'm pretty sure he had artists. They just ain't pop, so it was just... I mean, he did produce one song for Mary J. Yeah, I'm mean, Mary didn't need to be there. She was cool, though. I like Mary. She looks good to be, like, 55 or whatever she is. I can't even see her out of her power character no more. I fuck the power character too. Yeah, she's definitely Monet to me. I fuck with Mary. She's matter of fact, that might be blasphemous to say. That's Mary. Let me yeah. let me show my respects. Yeah, you love power, dog. Nah, she 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 the shit on that on that world. Oh, that method man, that method man, Mary J song and fucking like seventh grade did a number on my ringtones. What was that on the Eight Mile soundtrack? She was heat. What? Was it on the eight mile soundtrack? Yeah, seventh grade. It had to be. Method Man and Mary J. Bosch. Yeah. Was it on the eight mile soundtrack? I think so. Yes. You had the eight mile soundtrack CD? That shit was heat. Yeah, it had white stone on it. That shit was heat. Yeah, that was heat. You know, you yeah, it was on the eight mile soundtrack. Flycrack, get me the fuck out of here. That shit was fire. Did you guys know um, Toby Trice went platinum? I did not. Yeah. Oh. Power Eminem. Eminem. You guys big Obi Trice fans? Eminem was on fire. I couldn't list a single Obi Trice song, dog. Not a single one. Or Exhibit. And Exhibit went platinum, too. Yeah. I can't either. I think Pit My Ride fucked that up for me. Yeah. Exhibit and the cut roll that weed up. That's the only, reason, the only Exhibit song I know, and it wasn't even his song. Yeah, I, I probably watched, listened to more Exhibit on Pit My Ride than I did on actual music. Are Super Bowl halftimes overrated? Like, do we make too much of a big deal about them? I think all live performances like that are overrated. I didn't know they didn't get paid. They probably say it's a promotional. That's what, they, that's what Mary J. Blige was saying in her interview. She was like, it's life-changing off the promotion. And, and for their credit, all of them had albums charting on... Uh, 
billboard this week. Damn. Yeah, they probably make mad money off of it. Um, which brings me to the case that we can move on after this. I've revisited uh, Good Kid, Mad City, and a few other Kendrick albums, and he's amazing, and he really has an impressive category uh, or collection of catalog. I mean, his uh, Kendrick's dope. Man, he's talking about a lot of takes, ain't he, fuck? He's, he's good. What, is, what other takes? <laughs> Kendrick, Kendrick's amazing. It's like... I'm he, sure probably, he probably doesn't have, like, the best um, he probably doesn't have my favorite. I think my favorite album might be, might be Forest Hills Drive, ever. Um, Why you make that face fly? <laughs> it was just a why. I just shocked me the switch between the one to the other. Why? Why is that shocking? Because I thought you were talking about Kendrick, and then you said that your favorite. Uh, I said it's not my favorite album. My favorite album is probably Forest Hills Drive, but it, it's a very easy. Play straight through album. They're very good. And even that damn was a lot better than I remembered it being. Yeah, I, I never took that dude for granted. Always deliver. I'm glad he chose those songs for the uh, halftime performance. He could have chose anything else. Also, another thing uh, people misjudge now that I re listened, Drake's got like two classic ballad of albums. I'm still not ready to say more than one. He would have had it, man. That's another debate for another pod, but he he could have had it. Hold on, we're going home. Might be one of my favorite songs ever. Top ten rap songs. Money Tree's definitely on it, hundred percent. Great song. Another hot take. I've researched Eminem's catalog a little bit after the the halftime show, um, and I can put together twenty songs that can compete with anyone. Hey, let's get the J J M and M popping. Let's do it. You know I'm gonna end it with Renegade. Automatic win. It's not a win. When the last time you listened to the whole verse? I listened to it recently. Mine's hey. original verse was better than Oath. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Right, Jake? Yeah, I think it's a consensus that Eminem got the better verse. Mm-mm. This shit was cool though. This shit was fire, actually. I just think it's a fire song. Why do we always have to put our rappers against each other? That's hip hop. But nah, that shit was fire though. Um, (laughs) Fucking Mano and the drill rappers went up to New York to meet with the mayor last night. What the fuck possibly could that a conversation been? Like, yo, mayor, don't ban drill rap. And like, yo, if I'm the mayor, like, yo, this is the shit I don't understand about politicians too. Because like, obviously, like, yo, the drill rappers can do whatever the fuck they want. But if I'm the mayor, did I do any research on any of those guys? Like, like strong argument says that he, there was at least a few killers in that room. Mm, I mean, Obama had Pusha T in the White House, so I'm not about to come at the mayor of New York. If you oh, want to talk to them, you can talk to them. Pusha T was literally in the White House. And how, like, how are the drill rappers going to argue against like that drill doesn't promote violence? I mean, I guess the only way they could take it is it's a expression. That's the only thing I could see them saying. I ain't advocating for them and shit, but I do feel like I don't know if it got worse in New York, but it's definitely more visible how bad shit is getting. Because I guess of the the one the Nas Blicky situation and the T dot Wu situation. But that's some that's some uh underground shit, I guess. 
I don't, I don't know. Do you see anything changing with that flop? With the music band? Yeah, just meeting the mayor. I mean, I just wonder how convincing of an argument those dudes would have in terms of like being able to articulate, you know, like why, like what, what are they going in there with? What proof do they have? I feel like the mayor already has his mind made up. People already have their mind. There's already a bias against hip hop in general that you don't even need to listen to the music. You could just say ban hip hop in a lot of cities. And they'd be like, all right. right. I was listening to uh, Fabio Florin and he was saying like, yo, like we're out here trying to make a way to get out of the muck. I'm like, this is what we're doing. This is how we're getting other people on, blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, fact. Like, this is the way for you to get legal money. But also, while you're getting legal money, it's also encouraging that 7,500 people from your fucking neighborhood that don't have the opportunity to get legal money to go shoot up the fucking ops. So, like, it's, a, it's not really that convincing of an argument to be made. My question probably is, how do they ban it, though? They just I'm, like that's you can't really ban it. That's what I'm saying. So I don't even see why they're really worried about it because yeah, the people that's gonna listen to your music gonna listen to it. I don't know anybody listens to the radio, so yeah, it was cool for the radio guy to say that. But at the end of the day, ain't nobody under the age of like thirty listening to the radio unless they playing a their song. I wonder if they can figure out a way to monitor Spotify and Apple Music and all that to make sure they can't upload it. Like if there's like centralized stations where they upload music and. If it's in certain areas, I, w- I wonder if they can start to regulate Spotify. You'd like that, wouldn't you, Putin? Nah, that shit would be fucked up. That would be fucked up. <laughs> yeah, fly- all right, John, I got to send you this South Park episode from a new season, dog. Uh-huh. <laughs> that shit was making fun of, like, the mass and COVID and shit, and they just kept going back. And, like, the, teacher- <laughs> the teacher made fun of, like, or banned the class from doing pajama day. <laughs> Carmen's like, what the fuck is this, Nazi Germany? <laughs> right? So, like, they're doing that shit. Like, yo, everything can't be Nazi Germany. Yo, y'all can't keep referencing, referencing that shit. And then as the episode, like, shit kept going. They're like, yo, you can't do Matt Damon jokes anymore. <laughs> yo, he, he could. <laughs> not even following. Yeah, know. but they're really funny as shit, yo. That's an idea, Like, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yep. HBO Max. And then they was talking about token and how his name is not actually token the whole time. But it was just kind of the geek of like, you know, how like people are so quick to, to like fucking reference the Holocaust and like Hitler and like over everything. Like every fucking thing that happens. It's like, yo, this isn't Nazi Germany. We're not going to wear a mask. They're like, yo, like, it's just like, yo, who gives a fuck? And Philadelphia just lifted all the restrictions on the faxes and the max, uh, mask today. Um, another thing, you, I don't give a fuck if you get like, the, the vax are out, never cared what everybody does. But, like, my buddies that are, like, so, like, happy that they didn't get the vax, and they're like, yo, you guys, like, folded, blah, blah. It's like, buddy, you sip lean and buy perks from a motherfucker you barely know. Like, what, since when are you so concerned with what the fuck you put in your body? Like, so where, what the fuck are we talking about here? Like, yeah, I, fuck up. I mean, shit, with the AIDS treatment, I don't know if, how long have they been, has it been out? I might not get it. Because if I had it, I don't know how long it's been out. Apply all that same logic with COVID to everything. Oh, I'm not going to get the AIDS. This is hilarious. This is hilarious. I ain't say shit. I'm talking about Nazi Germany. Don't be mad just because the motherfuckers that didn't get it, they ain't get it. Let them be great, dog. <laughs> let them be great, dog. I'm so happy I fucking got it, dog. Like, let them be great. If they got it, they got it. If you didn't, you did it. If you don't care, let them be great, yo. 
Because, again, the vax is a choice. Doing drugs, that's a choice. Where you grab from, that's on you. I don't, I don't see. I mean, we all, we all knew that shit was going to come to an end sooner or later. We all knew they wasn't forever going to be like, in 20 years, if you don't got the vax, you can't come in here. Like, at the end of the day, majority of people probably just waiting for some super vax that got all three of them in the motherfucker, and then they would get that. That's But to ask somebody to go get two, three shots... Cause the first and second one ain't fucking working. That's kind of wild. You I can't, can't be mad at people because they didn't want to do that. And then be mad when they lift the shit and they be like, "Oh yeah, we ain't even had to do it." I don't see how you could be mad at that. I'm not mad at it. It's just fucking stupid and shit. What the them saying that? Yeah, it's just stupid. Like if your reason to not get it was the like you don't know what the ingredients are, the long lasting effects, but you're buying fucking herbs that are laced with fentanyl, you obviously don't care about what the fuck goes in your body. I mean, I, I guess I guess getting high and getting cured of a whatever whatever the fuck the vaccine did, I guess one outweighed more than the other. I feel that. Yeah, hundred percent. Um I did hear a new conspiracy theory that the government released COVID just so the Democratic states would get, like, overly pussy and do, like, regulation that would force the mid-tier people or, or the Republicans out of the state. And now all those people are going to Florida and Texas, and they're going to just flip those states to red. So, like, the Republicans are going to win. This is the theories I'm hearing out here. And I fucking hope I die soon. I can't take it anymore. No, hey, Jake, man, tell them about the things you say. And just tell them about the things you say come, come to life. I can't fucking take it anymore, dog. I'm fucking get by a car tomorrow. I fucking hope so. <laughs> oh, please, God. Um. Yeah, the baby. <laughs> no, nah, um, that was one of the numbers. You... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what do we got? You segued us into the baby, man. I mean, we, we could do, do the baby. We could do Ben Simmons. We could do the baby. <clears throat> Let's go, Ben. Now let's do the baby. So the baby, everybody knows, beat up uh, his baby mom. The baby beat up his baby mom's brother last week. Jumped him at the bowling alley. Could you imagine a worse spot to get jumped at? Mm -mm. I loved all the skits of them, like, making fun of them, fighting on the slippery-ass floor. Oh, <laughs> Just falling over one, over, over one another. Getting jumped in general sucks. Getting jumped and not being able to run away without falling would be so salty. <laughs> you can't even skip that dog like you. From what they said, he picked the fight. Yeah, so basically, when the baby got in an argument with his baby mom was doing some nut-ass shit, um, the baby mom's brother hopped on John was like, yo, disrespecting my sister. He's going to see me when I see you. It's on site. And when it was on site when he saw him and the baby and then banked him. I don't be knowing what the fuck people be expecting, though. Like, if I say, like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you when I see you, and then I see you and you got five of your friends. I'm anticipating that y'all about to try and rumble me. Like I'm I'm anticipating nobody's doing a gentleman's agreement for a one on one unless you're friends. That's the only one one on one you're getting out of me. If we're buddies and we wanna fight, then we can one on one it. If I'm with my friend and he's gonna fight you, I am going to throw a punch as soon as you guys start fighting. That's off the strip. I think it was a 
I think he tried. He thought he was making a good decision by approaching him in the public and it just being so many people around. I guess he wasn't thinking we was in 2022 and motherfuckers obviously don't give a fuck at all. And I guess, I don't know if he thought other people was about to save him or they was about to break it up or he thought cops was around, but yeah, he made a bad choice. You're not about to approach a, a, a millionaire with people he paying to protect them and not think nothing about to happen to you. I don't, I don't know what he was trying to get out of that situation. Wait, I'm, am I alone in this? If if you're with your buddies out and and they get in a fight, are, are you spectating? What you mean? Like, all right, say like you and Flocka are out at the bar and he gets into an argument with somebody and they just start rumbling. Are you just letting them like hash it out, or is that a jump? Um, if Flocka can take him, he got it. <laughs> but if he hit Flock in the face once, I think I got to jump in. Even if Flock winning, you, you can't be stealing on him. Yeah, that's a little wild. It's a jump for me off the rip. It's a jump off the rip. Off the rip. I'm not mad off the rip. It's a jump. We're not even going. If I'm handling myself, I would. I would like for y'all to let me rock out. Yeah, if it's a. If I if I I get caught a couple times, like all right, let's get his ass. If it's a decisive victory, maybe I'll stick my foot out for the trip or something. You feel me? Like, sure. You might be mad. Like, yo, I had it. I had it. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know. I wouldn't care. Oh, man. No answer from Jake. So, anyway, um, the baby that the baby's baby mom's brother that got attacked and who initiated the whole confrontation basically is now suing the baby for uh, emotional and physical damages. People just want to find any reason to sue. The crazy part is. That he's related to that man, baby. Mm-hmm. That's the weirdest part of all this shit. Like, you gonna have to see this motherfucker till you 18. Every time you look at your, uh, what is it, his niece, you see the, ba- the baby. Like, the baby about to look like him. Like, And then <laughs> you can't even get smart with the baby. The baby's baby. You can't even get smart with him because he's like, my dad whipped your ass. Like, you don't talk to me, I call my dad. Like, it's just, it's just a dove from here on out. I can't, can you imagine getting beat up and then suing somebody? Mm, nah, not especially after picking a fight. Like, and then you suing your your sister's baby dad. You suing your brother in law. What are we That's doing? Crazy. That's crazy. What are we doing here? That's crazy. It's 2022. This shit weird. You should have just stayed out the way, letting them handle that as parents and kept that shit moving. Are you, are you are you okay? Are you supposed to stick up for your sister in that situation? I'm not. Getting oh, involved. Handled it if y'all the brother. I'm not getting involved in any domestic disputes that aren't physical, ever. Anyway, so if you heard how he was, whatever he was saying about her, all on the internet, whatever, blah blah blah, and you felt like you could handle him, you were just, just whatever. Bro, I've, I've done that shit in real life, and like mm-hmm. I'm, I've. Started like I, I've done it enough to realize that like eight times out of ten your sister's going back to that guy, and then it's an awkward spot for everybody. So fuck it. Handle your own shit unless he hits you. Then let me know. That's fair. And at least you got the threat in the back of your mind. Like, all right, you hit me, pussy. My brother gonna come through on slide and shit gonna get crazy. It, it reminds me of like one time Emily asked me to beat up Dylan. <laughs> 
Was that the case? <laughs> it was the case. Oh, this is a true story. Because he, Dylan hit my girlfriend in the face. Oh, shit. Man. Crazy. Damn. <laughs> that fucked up. And that was an awkward position to be in. You was there? Yeah, I was there. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> right? crazy. He was tickling me. What happened? Disrespected him, dog. Dylan was tick. I'm sitting in the passenger seat. I love his story so much. Was- <laughs> <laughs> and Dylan's tickling me from the back seat. That's just oh, so crazy. And so I'm mid laugh because I can't help. I'm being tickled, right? Never <laughs> <laughs> happened, bro. <laughs> And Emily is and, and Dylan trying to tickle me. Emily's trying to stop him. He hits her in the face, and she's like, "You got to fight Dylan right now. Hop out of the car at the bar." Shit, man. I'm like, oh man, I'm feeling like the baby right now. Did you hop out the car and fight me? <laughs> I did. It was quick, quick handle. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> that happened. So this is a real story. So Jake was in the front seat. I was in the back seat pre-gaming because Jake and his lady didn't like to go into the bar. Me, I was well mixed. I was about to get shit popping in the bar, see some thoughts and shit. Um, so I, I reach in. I reach up to the front because Jake had control of the iPod. So I reach up to the front, and when I reach, <laughs> That's I reach up to the front to grab his iPod, he smacked my hand away. And while I pulled my hand back, I accidentally brushed it against his lady's face. Um, and he said, Jake, you need to get out of the car and beat the shit out of him right now. I just said, honestly, there's no need for that. And uh, I walked into the bar to avoid any kind of confrontation. So the tickle story is funny, but it's not true. The tickling is how it happened. Your word versus mine, bud. <laughs> Maybe I'll put it on the survey and see what people's got to say about it. I got. Is that the same picture of wearing the blouses? Is that the same night? Yeah. <laughs> every fucking week I gotta tell this story. You know, like every fucking week. Every week I gotta tell this for every week. So I hate that you. Damn, did y'all watch did y'all watch the Kanye dog? I did, I did. Finish it just in time. Uh, seemed like this the brightest. Um, we on a good run. I like the last dance. I didn't like the last dance. I love the last dance. I feel like this is gonna be in that same, same area where where the last dance was. Uh, I feel like old footage is like a lost art because we don't even have that shit really no more. So you might record five seconds of your friend rapping or some dumb shit in the store or something. But to record somebody's whole process, just literally recording, I think it's a lost art. Yeah, yeah, this shit is looking like it's about to be amazing. Off the first episode, to me, amazing. Do you know a documentary you would love a lot? Um, before I go to Kanye, <laughs> Little Peep had a really good documentary on Netflix, um, and it was it was centered around like his grandfather writing letters to him as he like evolved. Is it like the same concept? Like you can see him like reading them or some shit. Yeah, like you, yeah. So like, yeah, it was it was very like you could see as he's starting to like blow up and like as like he started with his little friend group and then like they showed like how his 
initial friend group started getting envious that he was the one blowing up. And then, like, he was getting this reassurance from his grandfather. It was really a really well, like, put together documentary. Very sad. Um, mm. Kanye documentary, first episode in. I love it, man. I love the sequel. Like, I, I love Kanye, and I think he's a fucking loser. Damn. But I love Kanye. But, like, man, he is just, like, it's very humbling to see Kanye, like, so, like, like he's, he, it was. I don't want to say he was unsure because he was like still very sure that like shit was gonna happen. But back then, you could tell he didn't realize he was gonna be like a global icon like he is now. But he knew he was gonna be something, and it was fucking cool to see. And the behind the scenes shit with the production and the beats made. Like I used to love that first fucking album, dog. So seeing that shit and seeing Fat Scarface really nodding his head and like that shit was just cool to see. They're not fucking with it though. It, he was. I that was the like he didn't fuck with it. He I went him on Jesus right. Walks hook. Spoiler alert for anybody that ain't watch it. Go tune in. But he wanted him on the hook. Scarface nodded. You got something else? I hundred percent. Like, damn, you ain't even let the first part come in. Like you just. No, like, this, cool. this shit cool. Let's hear the next jump. But he did say Family Business was incredible, and that is one of my favorite Kanye songs. I fucking love that song. It definitely sound like something you would have heard Scarface on back then. Before. Did I did I miss Rhyme Fest verse on Jesus Walks? Or is that not a thing? It's not on there. Okay. Yeah. I, th- right. I thought he wrote a little bit. Before. That's what it sounded like. Cause whatever he said first, I couldn't remember off the top of my head, but. When I was watching it, I was like, damn, that's Kanye first bar. It sounded so similar that I didn't know if it was Kanye rapping or Ryan Fest. Yeah, because they did a weird transition where they had Ryan Fest rapping and then they cut to Kanye and then it was Kanye rapping. But yeah, that first bar was definitely uh, used by Kanye. Yeah. That's fucking good. I forgot how good two words were. And and most of it, if you listen to that first album, Kanye's very aware that. The celebrities are Tyler quality in those depths. Yeah, see, like, he, like he, he references all the time, like, yeah, hey, you know, I, I know quality. You don't know quality here. Throw him on the phone. I love that transition. So very cool to see. Like, I mean, he leaped from the fuck out of him within the first year, maybe a couple years to most depth. And the even dope part is they knew, they knew he was going to blow. Like, I love to hear that. nice. Yeah, I love to hear the A and R talk about him from that the ruckus A and R. Like, dog, you are the perfect blend of street. Like, you you're street enough to where the street people can get away with listening to their music, but you are hip hop. Like, you're that guy. And I was, and and, and I'm, I used to be such a big Kanye West fan. I used to play Last Call on repeat. So to hear like I see that the white fella from uh, Capital that he was talking mm-hmm. about like in person and really being excited about him, I was like, man, that's that's cool to see that full circle. Yeah, and I feel like it made it even weirder when uh, Kanye was making them comments about them on Drink Champs. Yeah, to see how tight he was with them. And to see that they brought him out at that show, let him rap at the show. They went yeah. crazy for him at the show. He like, yeah, this shit about to go up for me. Was- and getting the Rockefeller chain, too. Mm-hmm. I'd never really mm-hmm. seen that like happen in the moment, but you always hear about the artists that once they get it, it's like, okay, I made it with this chain. You didn't see that on the um, yeah, that the was the wire, wire video. What is it? That was on the through the wire video. They paused the video and he came, I'm the newest member of the Rockefeller team, and they did that shit and then cut back the song back on. I used to love that fucking video. Man. And even crazier was, I think the the wildest part of. Not maybe the wildest, but the yeah, it was the wildest part of the first episode was when uh he went back to Chicago and was getting love from the dude. 
that right. helped them make beats. Uh -huh. That same night, that dude on the radio dropping a diss song. And what's even crazier is when Kanye said, oh, they're not going to go right there. Yeah, right, <laughs> and they pulled up on him. Kanye on his phone. Anybody that know when somebody on their phone and it's a hostile situation, that ain't good. And it was even funny here when uh, Kanye on the phone like, yeah, it ain't no street shit. We ain't worried about that. And the dude like, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, it ain't no street shit. And just the like the like, it's funny to see Kanye like, damn, you. He had those connections if he wanted to get this dude hurt. Just copping a plea. Yeah, it's just like, damn, like Kanye really was like, and you could see the disappointment in his face as well because he really had love for the dude. Like, damn, I just shouted you out. They ain't put it in the article. That ain't on me. And so what if, obviously they didn't want to do hurt, but it's just like, oh, like I had so much love for you. What are you doing? And what a pathetic thing for the guy to say, like, yo, like, bro, like, you are history, and I just don't want to miss out on history and be a part of history. That's why I just, like, all right, bro, like, I completely understand that, like, you don't want to be not spoken about history, but that's why you dissed me instead of just saying that, dog? What the fuck is wrong with you? You just saw me six hours ago, you fucking loser. Man, selfish. Kanye's mom, though, beautiful soul, like, holy shit. Yeah, the way that she uplifted him and talked to him about himself and, like, didn't do it in some type of, like, demeaning way either. It was just, like, not at all. he could really accept that. I love that. I was like, man. I that's... told you stupid ass not to buy no more chains, but this shit on fire. That shit's worth it. Don't even buy it. That house can wait. This is my <laughs> I said, oh, shit. You know you need an uh, angel, baby. I'm like, damn, with that. It's really unfortunate that his mom passed, especially like from fucking like liposuction or whatever it was. I could see how that would break him after watching that, you know, like just how much she was in his corner and how she like kind of created his confidence. Like she was the right. source of that. Yeah, you're not arrogant. You're just right. The superstar, you know, you're a superstar. Like, yeah. Even the line when she said, uh, a giant looks in the mirror and sees nothing. I thought mm. that was dope. Like, damn, yeah, I him with a fucking bar like that's a whole bar come on like and he just sat there like damn so you think i'm arrogant and she says nah i'm just like like she like that's definitely i see what you're saying like that could break you down like you missing that part of your life like somebody to say something as simple as that to you and how that could change your whole outlook on any situation like i've never heard no shit like that that was yeah that shit was great man it was there, there was something that she said to him when they were sitting on the porch steps uh i'm good yeah, she said, she, she was like, uh, it's all good. He's like, Mom, that's an outdated saying. And then she was like, you said, I'm good. And then he went and named the song that. I was wondering, yeah. is there any connection? That's what I was like, thinking too. I'm like, damn, he really got that from that. And that's even just, just to see shit like that. That's so dope. Just to see shit like that. You go back to the crib like, yeah, that's where I was, that's where I was at. Yeah. That shit, man. Yeah, that shit going to be crazy. I can't wait for the next episode. Same. And I, I feel like that really spoke to the... Uh, his real intelligence, the fact that he can take a moment like that and like just a very random thing that your mom says. I don't, I personally can't do that. Like just remember oh. these little specific things and then be able to call him back and make a fucking banger out of it. Right. Right. One of the biggest songs of the decade. What yeah. song is that? I'm uh, good. Yeah. Never heard of it. What? With T-Pain? I would no, nah, that was on graduation. Graduation. Yeah, you've definitely heard that song. The Good Life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was fun. I'm good. That's what he said. Nah, it's called Good Life, right? 
Good life. I think it's because I'm good. Mm, maybe it is called Good Life. I don't know. That's a quick. That's a quick title, sir. Yeah, but Kanye. Anyway, so beautiful doc. Love to see it. Don't want to talk bad about him now, um, because I enjoyed it so much. But, dude, I, I I get like Kanye shit because like you have to have that level of belief in yourself is why he's so successful, like uber successful. Like that's obviously like a big part of him. But like. Like, why would you stop doing that now that, like, you're like that? Like, like if if that's how you got to be what you are today, of, like, self-belief and thinking that if you try as hard as you can, then you're going to get back what you want to get back, then obviously you're going to keep doing it. And, like, at, at this point, like, yeah, that shit's not going to work. In what, what, what do you think he should – I mean, I feel like everything he said – and even when he I was just fucking harassing his ex-wife and, and like persecuting her in public opinion and trying to turn her friends against her new boyfriend, that shit is weird, dog. I mean, he did delete all those posts. He did come out and apologize. Like he said, and I think maybe today or yesterday, he was just basically like, I'm still learning. Like, like I'm growing. I'm learning every day, learning from my mistake. I mean, if he think that's the way he's supposed to get his wife back, that's what he's going to do. And but then we find right. out that maybe that's not the way. All right, let me stop. I'm sorry. I apologize. Me typing in caps, that ain't good. People feel like I'm yelling at them. I'm not going to do it no more. And I feel like he's, he's learning. Right. He post again and said, I'm back with the caps. When he say that? Literally two or three hours later, he posted a picture of her and said, I'm coming back with the caps because my vision's clear. I mean, well, as of today, he don't got none of that shit up. As he deleted it again, you know, like he undermines himself. Your Kanye West is really going through like a mental breakdown. It's sad to see. I mean, but anybody in his situation probably would. What's his situation? He's getting a divorce? Yeah. Uh, he like, doesn't any, want it. Anybody that was getting a divorce and like going to that level would be getting hit with a fucking restraining order. I mean, it may come, but at, I mean, obviously Kim not trying to take it there because I guess she still want him to be in whoever's lives, the kids' lives or whatever. But honestly, I think, I mean, it's not like this ain't this. We've heard of these situations, just not on a superstar level. I think everybody acting like, again, like I be saying, like everybody regular. Maybe because he in the spotlight, people think he's supposed to act different or whatever, but he's a regular-ass dude just like us. So even, like, I feel like you just shoot him too much bail, dog. Because even with the, like, the fucking... Kid Cuddy situation where Kid Cuddy's like, bro, we had this conversation months ago and you was cool. Why are you airing out a completely different conversation on social media now? It was the same thing Big Sean said about the same thing Quali's saying now. So it's like, does he have two different personalities or three different personalities or is he just a bold-faced liar to his friends? I mean, didn't he get diagnosed with bipolar? That's what I'm saying. He's having a mental breakdown. I don't think that's just normal. I think he's legit having a mental breakdown. I'm saying as far as wanting your wife back, that's completely normal. I feel like that's probably triggering the mental breakdown. But what's wrong with that? Is he doing it in front of everybody? It's not wrong to be upset about like your wife leaving you. It is wrong to have a conversation with your friend Kid Cuddy and then completely backtrack on the conversation and then try to fucking embarrass him in public or embarrass your wife or attack her new boyfriend and then 
especially when you're a superstar at that level and you have a bunch of crazy friends that could do some wild shit. That's, so normal. That's so normal. Flock, where are you saying on this? I feel like I, I kind of like both. Uh, it's wrong, but it's also human. Like what it brings to mind for me is Dave Chappelle's last bar of that last special where he was, he quoted the lady saying, I'm having a human experience. Like I might not be doing shit right, quote unquote, and this may be wrong, but it's still human. Like bipolar is still human. Mental illness is still a human problem. And you combine that with a divorce. I don't think it makes him a bad guy. It's wrong. It may be like not nice, not it's hurtful to people in his life. But I don't think it makes him a bad guy. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. But I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying that it's from my point. It's just because he's having a mental health issue. Does that take away from what he's doing? Like no, it is I, hurtful. Yeah, it's like if I have to break down and go shoot somebody in the face because I'm in the middle of a fucking... He hasn't done that, though. But like, I'm saying hypothetically, like, I'm still held accountable for that. But he hasn't done anything close to that, so that's an extreme example. I, done. Done. I see what you're doing. Though. You're, you're making a point, right, with, with using that, ex- that example of, like, he should still be held accountable for his actions. And yeah, just because you have a mental illness doesn't mean that your actions are excused. But it also doesn't make you a bad person. Like I, I think it could be both. I feel like like what he's doing with the Kim Kardashian shit. I I, I feel bad for her and the kids. I think we all do. But yeah. again, it's not irregular to see somebody want their wife back. It's not irregular to see somebody see uh, somebody was married to dating somebody else and not want them back. That's not uh, irregular action. I do I do see the irony in the fact that like someone who's got uber famous for making their life pretty much open to the public now is uncomfortable when one of their most difficult moments is getting exploited to the public by their ex-husband. I do see the irony in that. Or even secrets that they exposed about people they dated to make them look better in the light. It just feels, yeah, it it just feels weird. It just feels nasty to see. And I'm curious to see if Pete Davidson does kill himself, how that would affect Kanye's career. I mean, I feel like we talked about it the other day. I don't think it would even affect his shit. I, feel I like think it'll affect his mental more than it affect his career. Because if you have anything, like if you know anything about Pete Davidson, you know, like that motherfucker's been pretty close to calling it quits. And maybe it's his fault, like to even put himself in a situation to date somebody at that level of. I, I, like, I don't fucking know what the answer to that is, but like, I, I was reading them shits and I'm like, damn, this motherfucker already is going through some shit, and here comes Kanye putting screenshots at what looked like a really respectable, nice text message, like, bro, I'll never get around your kids until I have permission for it. Like, that's not even in the game plan, and hopefully, like, down the line, we could be friends. And it's like, yo, fuck you, pussy, look what this nut response. It's like, dog, that was a mad adult thing for him to do, give you some reassurance that he's not even trying to be around your family. Like, But you don't think that's the bitter man's response as well? From Pete? No, from Kanye. Like, no, I don't, I don't, we're never going to be friends. I don't want to be your friend. You don't think that's a man's response? I don't know. I think a lot of people see I'm fine with the response. Why are we putting it on social? I mean, that's everything, though. That's Is everything, but why do we put on social? Yeah. People put they break up on social. People put their personal business on social and be with that person the next day. We see that shit all the time. 
people will put he beats me on social. She did. She stole my money on social, but we'll be with him the next day. That's nothing new. If I was doing the same exact thing Kanye's doing right now, you would not be like, you would be mad embarrassed that your friend was doing this. I wouldn't be embarrassed that you're doing it. I would probably talk to you like, yo, what you doing? I would definitely say what you doing. That's not right. Stop harassing that girl. You going out bad. You looking fucking crazy. Give her some space. Like mad John. Well, how many times have somebody told you something, but you haven't done the opposite? Never. We could one just thing. end the pod at 48 one, minutes. One, one thing I learned in life is not to take your advice, dog. We could, we could just end the pod at 48 minutes. <laughs> hey, this got some deeper, darker links here. <laughs> we could end the pod at 48 minutes. I, I think I got the best advice. He'd be folding. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I don't see. I don't see how that shit. No, I love that shit. Fuck. <laughs> 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 I love that shit. Dog. You alright, bro? Yeah, that was just funny because, especially because of how many times you you talked about like calling John for fifty minutes and. <laughs> Yeah, he gives me. I, I, I talk. Yeah, great I talk advice, about that man. often. About the great advice. <laughs> well, anyway, we're gonna let him. We're gonna let him run with the narrative. Fuck your fuck. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna let him run with the narrative. Let let him have that. Let him top have that. Top three, top five worst advice for sure. Multiple times. Definitely two um, and not even close. P and B. Easy. Yeah, so Kanye's going out bad. I don't, I don't think he's going up. I think I think even if he doesn't end up with her, I think it'd be a, a a learning experience for him. Like I don't even see him really probably getting back together. I definitely see maybe in a year or two they taking a fucking picture together. They like, damn, look at all that crazy shit that was happening. Blah 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 blah. I think it'll just turn into a a, a good situation. I don't think Kanye really on a a trajectory to self destruct. I just think he might be showing too much on social media. Definitely. Like, if anything, that's what it is. Like, you're just showing too much. Because all this shit could literally be happening behind the scenes, and we'll never know it. But as far as showing everything, I think that's the part where it's like, damn, that's fucked up. But I get it, because this is the era we live in. And like like we just said, they know how to make people look bad. And what's this whole thing been this whole time while posting everything that is sent to him, or he sends? He said he want to control his narrative, man. As far as we see, he controlling his damn narrative. I know I my kids. What happened? He ends up at the fucking party. And the interesting shit with Kanye is like, and you got me fucked up if my ex-wife says I'm too crazy to see my kids. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He gotta control his narrative at some point. Crazy as a motherfucker with my kids, so you got me fucking chopped. Um but I will say this about Kanye. I, I do honestly think that in his mind, whatever he's doing is the right thing to do. In the moment, yeah. I do. Like, I honestly think he thinks, like, yeah, this is the right way to do this. Like, it's not like a spiteful, I'm going to make this bitch pay or, like, nothing like that. Like, you probably really think, like, this is the way to... Damn, I said it. 50 months in. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think this is might be the one downfall of what his mother taught him. Is what? Boosting his ego, tell him that he's amazing, he's a superstar. I don't know if he really has that ability to like second guess his thoughts before he puts them out there, which makes him great. But then in these situations, really fucks him up because now he can't like say, Oh, wait, am I actually wrong in this situation until somebody shows him why he was wrong after he says it? 
Like most of us have that ability to kind of regulate beforehand. I can see that. But as far as what we've seen, do you think everything he said, do you, don't you think it worked besides getting his wife back? Well, I don't think it worked because he doesn't have his wife. I like, mean, other than know? that, I feel like controlling the narrative and making sure you're still able to see your kids, I think that shit worked. What about Amber Rose? What about it? Or what was the other John? What, Julia Fox? Or you know, what I like when he was dating the John Alexis from his first album. He really sounded in love. I wonder what happened with that. He said he should have never let his girl, college girl. He said yeah, that yeah. on Watch the Thumb. I used to love that shit. He's messed up a lot of relationships. Haven't we all? Man, shout out to Kanye, man. Shout out to Kanye. And my beautiful dark twist of fantasy. Such a fucking good album. Fuck, I can't relate. Do you guys ever think that you see the same bird twice? Birds aren't real. Birds aren't real. Birds aren't real. They're Jones. You seen that shit too? What did you say, John? I said, where was this at? It's a big thing. It's a big conspiracy theory that birds aren't real. It's been going for a while. They're actually drones controlled by the government, and that's why they sit on top of the uh, electrical wires because they're recharging. Yeah. (laughs) Birds definitely real, but I wouldn't be surprised. How do you know? How do you know? You ever kill one? I've seen some dead birds. I've definitely threw rocks at birds. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck? You Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it got dark, dog. You've done what with birds? As a little kid. You, you obviously ain't going to hit the motherfuckers because they fucking flying. No, I've, never I've never thrown a rock at a bird, Yeah, I was a kid, man. That's crazy. Not my problem. Uh, it, was, it was one of those conspiracy theories that was like so outlandish that it started as a joke, but people didn't realize it was a joke. So now like, there's a, a big following of people that think the birds aren't real. They're actually joking. Would you guys get a vasectomy? That's when you get your uh, John's clipped. Yeah. Do you still nut when that happens? See, that's my big worry. Like, see, I'd be down with getting it, but what if you like get to the end and just like nothing comes out? That's what I'm saying. Like, is it just like is it like a different color or something? Like, I like how's that work? Supposedly you do. Yeah, they say you you do. I wouldn't get it though. It's you shooting clear. Definitely wouldn't get it. Might be less of a mess though. That could be the one upside. Yeah, nothing to clean up. Clean up. No, um Imagine shooting dust. That should be <laughs> No, they do say that like that the vasectomy shit is way easier to like re uh, yeah, redo than getting the tube side and it's a way easier process. But I, I, I don't know. I feel like that'd be kind of demasculated. You can do an at home test to see if you can have kids. Did you guys know that? Obviously, you don't need to know. I think you nut in a cup or something for real. Honestly, my man's with just telling me like that. He said he was paranoid, so he took it to make sure he was still good to go. I've definitely seen him for women by the pregnancy test. I don't know about the dude ones, though. No, he just told me. He took that shit. He said he bought like a bunch of different at-home tests. He just took them all. Damn. At-home test kind of scary. Yeah, because if I found out I couldn't have kids, that would be a a tough yawn. I might want to be at home, knowing my response. Yeah, that might be the worst place to be is at home. <laughs> oh, really? Nah, that's too much shit. 
I'll fucking be home, man. You need to be out in public so people can protect you. <laughs> I have to call somebody over. <laughs> that shit don't come back, right? <laughs> have I told y'all what I think should happen for, like, birth control? Nah. Let's hear it. Like, I think, I feel like I've said it before, but I can't remember that, uh, you know, all like instead of girls getting birth control, boys should just have a vasectomy until they're ready. I don't I think that's gonna fuck something up. That makes like, sense. More, not more than putting up an implant in their vagina. Like that's kind of crazy. They we make them put a piece of copper up there. Like is that what that is? Uh, I think the urine morena is a piece of copper. That radiates, it kills anything that comes near it. That's crazy. And they get fat off the shop. <laughs> they did. They, get fat. they do. They, they put get big weight gain. A lot of girls be telling me that shit. They were like, "I'm not getting the shot because I get I get fat." I'm like you already. Damn. <laughs> Damn, son. <laughs> he hot today. Not- Whoever uh, knocking John off with the, the umbrella John inside of him, I never hit, hit one of them, I don't think. No. I wonder how it feels. Have you, you ever, it? like, have you ever felt the IUD inside? I don't know. No? You never, you never been deep enough to feel the birth control? Like, when you touch a little bit? Like, I'm at the bottom of this shit, bro. <laughs> no? I mean... Girls mostly do the pills, though, don't they? I think I nowadays know. the implant's pretty popular. I don't see why they would allow that to happen. I don't know if I've ever... Yeah, I don't know if I know anybody with the implant. Well, I don't know that I know anybody with the implant. I don't really know that many drones on birth control, for sure. They're just risking it. I think the birth control just got too many side effects, honestly. Girls don't be on birth control like that. Really? I don't. I don't know. None. The, the Jones I'm hitting don't. I don't shit. That's a, that's a conscious decision. Like, I guess they do. Maybe if you don't. Have, I, bro, I don't know. Like maybe if you got a girl, and, like you guys don't. You want to constantly fuck her all and shit. So like you get on a birth control, maybe or like maybe you just go with the pullout or not. I don't know. But like most of the Jones I know or interact with don't be on birth control. I should probably take that out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all are just out there risking it, just like no. Nah, I, 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 I knew no. when they had it, they was yeah. That's I think that's yeah. They was just, yeah. Birth control. I've always found a way to like secretly kind of inquire about that, like what the plan what is. You uh, I don't have like a specific statement that I offer. It's more like just a vague, like kind of inquiry to see if I can get to the information. You ever, had to get a, you ever had to get a plan B? Oh, I bought my fair share of plan B's. <laughs> and, and I always hated when I would buy that, had to buy the plan B like towards the end of that timeline. You know, like then it's kind of a rush to the store. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 I 
What'd you say? I said, what you got, 72 hours to grab? I think it's a certain timeline like that. Until yeah, I thought it was like 24, for real. I thought that shit was 30. Maybe it's 48. It could be 72. I don't know. You guys haven't grabbed the plan B? I, I haven't personally grabbed. Like, like I... Never mind. You have them go grab it for you? I'm not doing this, Jake. <laughs> 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 You just cash chap him a little. Shit. Even that. Yeah, I had my friend. One of my friends uh, in high school. He he had set me up. Um, he called me on three way with a girl, and he had set her up. That was an April Fool's joke. It was really mean, actually. But he set her set me up to her to call me and say she was seated right. Oh, I can't tell this story. I'm bugging. Um, but yeah, it was a weird April Fool's joke. It was weird as shit. Because I was a little more immature back then. So I was like, I think I was like 16, 17 at that time. I, I'm, yeah, I'm going to get canceled if I go with this. Let's, let's do something. You were already on pace to get canceled this episode, bro. <laughs> well, that one is a slam dunk. Dog. <laughs> that one's different. You know, go ahead, bro. Do you guys, like, if you share a water water bottle... Or like a drink with your friend? Do you like do the fountain? Like kind of. I don't know. The last time I shared a water bottle, but if I definitely needed a swig, I was definitely hitting the fountain. You gotta hit the fountain, right? Yeah, it's only right. Yeah, it's nasty. I probably got a bottle of liquor more than I've done a a water bottle and and a fountain, which is funny though because I'll share microphones and blunts. Yeah, see, that's the thing that gets me, like, we, we'll share so much shit, like, dudes will meet a girl at a bar and be, like, eating her ass, like, 30 minutes later, but you you want to fountain your man's bottle drink, and you've, you've known for, like, 20 years. Who's eating ass at the bar? I mean, after. After. I don't know, it's just, I guess it's just a thing when you, you look that? at the water bottle and you see shit floating, you're like, uh, let me get up out of here. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can handle a little shit floating, but you might... Do the groceries? Once you start seeing the floating, yeah, it's the wrap. The groceries, first, first, first encounter groceries. That's what I'm hearing. Hey, shout out to her. Shout out to her. Y'all don't hear about that? Nah, what you what you heard? <laughs> but that's just mad common. Like that's mad common for people to do. Now, you ever think they're like you know, like because guys are mad cool and shit. That like yeah, like I do be wondering like yeah, like guys definitely be lying and shit. For sure, a lot, what? like a lot. For sure, yeah, like a lot. Like For sure. About what? I feel like they, dude. We don't want our boys to know what the fuck we be doing though. Yeah, like motherfuckers is definitely out here eating puss first, first strike, first time they meet them. Definitely eating ass right off the rip, sucking toes, all that shit. And they just acting like, oh, yeah, that was just a little thought that I fucked. She came through and gunned me real quick. Like, nah, bro, it wasn't. It wasn't. That's not what happened. It could have been. And they just did all that. It could have been. Could have been a thought. Sucking toes is disgusting. You don't got to be. I'm not a big feet guy. I'm not a big feet guy. Attraction is disgusting. You said it's not disgusting? No, grow up. Grow up, man. Like, oh, no. fresh, out, fresh out of the workplace? Suck it, queen toes. Damn. Damn. 
You know, Flock won't even fucking kiss the kiss his girl out there. Uh, oh yeah, he did say that. That was I, wild. and I stick by that. This shit is crazy. Till this day. Day. Fucking one of the girl on the make out with her, bro. Come on. Nah, man, that's it's crazy. But you drinking after your friend's water bottle? Yeah, like, come on. What the fuck are we talking about? Bro? Yeah, he was just doing that shit. Come oh, on, man. What's going yeah, on? Treat your lady with some. <laughs> he caught the head, kissed his girl on the way out. Then you drinking yeah. after him at the course. No, I'm saying I wouldn't drink out of him, and I I just stay consistent. Consistently boring. Hey, damn, burn. My bad. That was too much. <laughs> Taste my own shit. Yeah, I mean. That's a wild thought process, honestly. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's just as crazy as, like, being on top during 69. That would be a wild position to be in. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> like, you just... <laughs> That's actually funny. <laughs> Just picture that. You're just going nuts. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is good, dog. Oh, good for you, man. Like, I don't know. To me, that's on the same level as I remember, like, <laughs> you already got one, bro. Don't, don't, don't push it. You already got one. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> you already got one. Don't ruin it. feels like he's on a heater. <laughs> Keep it rolling. On, just, just, just make sure you make the shot. He's shooting from the logo. Let's hear it. <laughs> oh, man. Like, I remember being sexually aroused at a sign book. <laughs> What? Oh, come, on, Flock. come on, Flock. You airball. Yeah, quick, quick. Now, what was the science page, though? What like, the first there? time, like, I don't know if it was middle school or elementary school, you used to just seeing, like, all the body parts. It's like, a skinless woman, you just see all of her inner workings, and, like, they just breaking down the different parts of a nipple. Just sixth grade me just started going crazy mentally. <laughs> That's crazy. Sixth I remember in those books though, they used to always the other kids would just write in there, turn to page 378. Yeah. <laughs> you turn to the page, they got the wild titty in there. The wild. <laughs> I know I'm not alone because of that. Because everybody was writing the page number. It was definitely writing the page number. One man was just telling me the other day that, that Janet Jackson was the first nipple he saw. And that shit was like 2003, 2004. Yeah, that's late. Yeah, that's definitely late. I can't remember the first nipple. I, I remember the first nipple I saw in person. I definitely remember the first nipple I saw in person, which is kind of sick, actually. Same. Definitely wasn't. Definitely sick. <laughs> I saw a nipple at like 11, and it wasn't what I wanted to remember. I've seen a nipple in third grade. I remember the story. Yeah, that's fucked up. What was the story? I'm not sharing it. Not that's sharing why I prefer it at this age. I saw one too now that I think about it, and we were having a food fight. Um, actually, it's crazy how your memory doesn't go. Um, yeah, shit is crazy though. 
It is wild. Anyway, next. Hey, I got one more on my list we can go through. What you got? Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons got traded. It looks like he's going to play. He just put a shooting video up, knocking some threes down. And he's getting a lot of backlash from Philly, Philly sports radio, Philly fans in general, saying that he was uh, taking advantage of the mental health awareness these days and that he was faking it. Because of one video? Basically because the press conference he was kind of saying like he feels better already and it's a slow process but they're basically saying like once he starts playing he was faking it mm, like summer yeah. mellow that shit is weird to me especially for somebody that they didn't want and as much shit as they talked about him just just let him go let him go let him do what he's gonna do y'all got james harden now celebrate that don't worry about what the fuck ben got going on y'all ain't give a fuck about him get off ben's dick Right, like at this point, the disrespect was heavy. Was just let it be disrespect and let him go away with the disrespect. And I do want to see Harden succeed because I would love to become a Philly fan. They right up the street. I wouldn't mind being a fifty-year-old man and just finally having my team after James Harden wins him a championship. But uh, yeah, I do want to see Ben succeed in Brooklyn as well, though, because the hate was just disgusting from Philly. It was. Yeah, it was. I, I'm interested to see how James Harden plays in that system. That's going to be – that's a kind of a weird fit for him, it feels like. I can't wait to see it. James with a big – we've seen what he did with a small big, a dominant big. It's going to be interesting. Him and Joel, Joel playing at a crazy level. I feel like you're going to get 60 points out of just those two, so. I feel like we in for a show, and luckily we on the East Coast. We get to see them games every fucking night, no matter where the fuck they at. So, yeah, I think it's about to be lit for us. You think there's a difference between, like, personal preference? Well, I'll, I'll get back to the Ben Simmons. I was just like it. But do you think there's a difference between, like, personal preference tens and undisputable tens? <laughs> yeah, because what's an undisputable ten? Like, an undisputable ten would be, like, every single person you ask is, like, that's <laughs> I don't think that exists. Like a Beyonce. There's people that say she a nine or eight, bro. I've heard that. All right, well, let's say 95% approval on the 10. I mean, I'm saying she a 10. Like a unanimous? Yeah, like an overwhelming one. Are we all unanimous on Beyonce as a 10? She's a 10. Okay. Yeah. Where are we at on Kim K? I'd have to go 10. Okay. She's so short, though. She is small. I mean... Where we at on Alicia Keys? That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm going I'm not mad at it at all. I mean, there's just certain ones that, like, whether it's a 10 or a 9, I don't know, but <clears throat> unpassable. You're not just going to, like... Do you think everybody thinks their wife is a 10? Everyone in this other day. I'm dead serious. So, like, I'm not even trying to be funny or nothing. But, like, yeah, like, does everybody, like, is everybody infatuated with their wife? Like, do they all think that they're, like, the most beautiful person in the world? Well, I, I start to think that you might extend beautiful outside of just, like, the, if, if Beyonce is, like, the epitome of beautiful, you, you'd probably, like, extend that outside of that definition. But when I'm going zero to ten, I'm thinking like level of attractiveness on like in your eyes. So like you can I mean, be 
attack like a ten like a, a ten's a ten like you feel me like one fucking just because a Lamborghini like, I don't know how, like I, for, for me like once they get a ten it's kind of hard to say somebody else about to be a ten yeah it could be mad tens that's what I'm trying to say like it, it, it's like one fucking it's five hundred people in the Hall of Fame that means they're all tens on a basketball scale but they're not all Michael Jordan but they're still all tens. I think once you get that serious in a relationship, you start rating your p- partner on a one to ten. You stop rating them on a one to ten. But when you get in the relationship, are you thinking this is a ten? In the relationships I have been in, I've never like thought of it from that angle. But like, isn't that like yeah, like you like when you see a girl, you're like, damn, like this is a bad joint. No, no. You're like, oh, this is that's not what it's about at that point. But I, like when you meet your girl, you thinking like, "Damn, this is a really attractive girl. I want to talk to." That's normally the initial thought. Is that not like, am I missing something here? It's like, yeah, this is a cool person. Cool, uh, but to me, a cool person is different from saying she's a ten cool. physically. Well, like if you're a cool person, we could just be friends. I, yeah, I don't get what you're saying though. I'm getting like I'm curious if everybody that gets married thinks that their wife's like the most attractive person in the world. Like are it's like extremely it's like their top tier attractive. Like is that like is that the process of it? Physically? Just physically? I mean everything comes like bottled in with attractiveness, doesn't it? Like that's how your brain processes. Give me a question like, question. like if you really like somebody's personality, like it kind of tricks your brain into thinking that they're physically attractive too. Like, isn't that all, like, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like, you see how guys, like, cry when they're at their weddings and shit. They obviously feel like their wife is, like, stunningly beautiful. I don't. I'm not going to equate the cry to that. Yeah. Because, like, what else would you cry for? Like, you can't believe you're doing this shit. This is my best friend. This shit is crazy. I really love this girl. All that type of shit. Yeah, it's more about that. I don't even think it's the looks why you're crying. I doubt that's why you're crying. Like, oh, she looks so beautiful. That's kind of... Yeah, I don't. I think that might be one of... That's probably a factor, but I doubt that's the reason you're crying, because she looks so good. Like, that's, a, that's a badass joint you crying. You're <laughs> <laughs> down the aisle, looks so good. Like, you're that's only emotional. So like, you look so good. Like, nah, it's definitely more than that when that shit happens. Do you ever tell me that you can be in a relationship and not think that your girl's stunning? I'm not saying me, I'm not saying anybody, but I'm saying that for sure, I mean, didn't you say on the pod that you more of a personality dude? No, I'm saying like, when I I start to like somebody's personality, like my brain like automatically gets attracted to like, like like if I I like a personality, like if I don't know you, you could have been an eight, but if I like your personality, then I'm starting to think that you're that easy. So there you go. You you said that. Hey. Saying, my mind would tell me I'm a ten, so I would think that girl is a ten. So I'm asking, does everybody think? I don't oh, feel like my mind tricks me to think somebody's more attractive physically than they are. So you could think like, all right, this girl's like a, a five, but like her personality's dope. But to me, for me at, at least, it's not. And this is where I feel like love gets selfish. It's not all about what they are. It's about how I feel around them makes sense like to be and this may be soft or whatever but to kind of feel like yourself and your like heart is seen by another person to have that like deeper connection 
to me that transcends like looks. I know that's corny, but no, nah, that should work. To me, that's the way it is. No, I was just asking. I, I figured like if you were married, you would have to be like uberly attracted to your spouse and think that they were like top tier. That's not the case. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. Good to know. You over there taking notes? What you got? You got some? Your eye on something over there? What's what's going on? You good? About to open my fucking scale down to a seven. All right, all right. There we go. I mean, how do you decide what if something interests you? Someone interests you? Yeah, Ben Simmons. That shit is crazy. Yeah, like <laughs> Billy got to tighten up on that shit. <laughs> oh. Sound like you ready for some random thoughts? That's 115, 116. Yeah. Nah, um, I forget. I, I just got on a random John out of that. I completely forgot where we were at. Another one that you that you said the other day that was interesting was this whole idea of people always talk about mental health, but they don't really uh, they don't really actually talk about their specific experience with mental health. And I was wondering, are you like thinking that's just on it? That's on Instagram or like in personal conversations? Like nobody wants to talk about their specific struggles. I, I don't know, Flock, you're a therapist. What do you think? I I guess I hadn't really pictured it as a false support before you brought that up. Uh, I do know it's trendy to talk about your mental health. And people do say like, oh, take care of yourself. Like see that you're see how bright your light shines and like all these things. And it, and it does feel surface level. Is there like, like an uptake in like patients? What? The therapy world? Is there like an uptake in like, like uptake in, in patients and therapy? Uh, I don't know if it's because of social media or because of, uh, <coughs> because of what's going on in the world. But I do know like there's a lot more people thinking they have ADHD and anxiety like they come in knowing what their diagnosis is or thinking they know what it is because of how much people talk about it on social media it's like webmd yeah yeah now um previous question no i wouldn't marry anybody unless i thought they were a 10 but 10 tens uh in context i guess it could be anybody could be a 10 really depending on how attractive you are to their personality um I do think it's interesting, like, I, 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 yeah, I think there's a facade to, like, mental health support, for sure. So are you saying, like, they might not want to describe or talk about what they are doing that inhibits their own mental health from improving? Because <clears throat> what I see a lot of people do as a therapist is, I think control is the number one thing that I hear about from folks where they're trying to control things they don't have control over, whether it's like their situation or their future or their emotions or their thoughts and thinking things should go a different way than they are and not really accepting themselves or their experience. What, what do you think that they're like, people aren't really talking about? No, I think it's interesting because like, it's kind of like a trendy hot topic, but it's like not like it, but the shit hasn't really changed in like the last 10, 12, eight years, whatever it may be. Like everyone's kind of like on the page of like, yeah, mental health is a big issue. And like, yeah, people definitely experienced it. And people definitely have anxiety. And you might even hear people say like, yeah, I got some anxiety or I got some shit like that. But you never actually hear people like chat individually about it. 
I feel like it depends on who you're around. Like, what what environment do you think you should be hearing it at, though? Like, is it a friend group level? Is it a work level? Is it a higher-ups at work level, like, checking in on employees? Like, where do you, you think you should be hearing it at? I don't know. I felt, I felt like I would hear it. Like, cause I felt like I would hear it more in my friend group. Just as far as, like, a checkup on people, on your mental, like, uh, just like saying, Yo, how you doing, or, like, what you mean? Uh, like, just from having conversations I, I, from, like, a bunch of different friend groups, I feel like I would hear, like, more, like, personal conversations about it. What would that sound like specifically? Like, what, what do you expect to hear from them? Like, what's personal? That's a good question. For me, I feel like I pick up a lot on, uh, like, hints. Like, if somebody is saying they're going through something, I feel like they ask, they kind of ask them, like, or they wouldn't mind you asking how you feel about that situation. Or if they bringing up a time, I don't think it's really, I see what Dill's saying. I don't think it's really like a a focus, but I do think that certain people may pick up on something like, all right, well, maybe he wants to talk about mental health. Maybe she wants to talk about mental health so I can ask about it. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Like even with the Ben Simmons shit, like I, I, I think like how the Ben Simmons shit went, where everyone's kind of like, yeah, like, yeah, people go through a lot of shit, but then it's outlandish for him to be in a bad spot because he was unhappy in his work environment. It's like, yeah, like, what's to say he wasn't really depressed? Who's the fuck's to know? Or, like, if you talk to people about being depressed and, like, they're like, yeah, like, it's crazy. A lot of people are depressed and blah, blah. It's like, all right, like, everyone's kind of comfortable. Like, surf- everyone's kind of comfortably comfortable about talking about shit at the surface level now. They don't really like deep dive about it. I don't think really people like are going to get therapy like that. I don't think people are really addressing the issues. I think it's just less taboo to say like out loud, like, yeah, people have anxiety. Yeah, people are depressed. Yeah, like that shit definitely happens. Like, let's acknowledge it. But like, what are we going to do to change it? It's kind of like like women empowerment or or anything 20, 15 years ago where it's like, yeah, this is happening. But all right, like, well, what are we doing to to move forward with it? So now it's like a general acknowledgement of like, yeah, this shit happens a lot. Like, yeah, fucking a majority of gun deaths come from suicides from 18 to 25. Yeah, that's what happened. So obviously a lot of people are dealing with this shit. But like now it's just kind of like a acknowledgement. People are still like, it's a, it's almost like fake destigmatized. Like it, it's still embarrassing to talk about them. There's still like a negative about it. I don't think it can never not be embarrassing. That's all I was getting to. Like, I, I agree with you, Flock. I think it's a comfortability thing. Like, you may not feel comfortable really discussing that shit because you don't know how you're about to be received. Because if you got somebody that's saying, oh, you soft and this and that, why would you talk about it with that person? Or you don't know. You just don't know how certain people are going to react to certain things you tell them, honestly. And I think it's that. Like, I feel like you really do got to be in this. feel like you're in a safe space when you talk to somebody about something so serious. And it definitely is a, a, a trendy topic, but as far as it being a trendy topic, I don't think people are going about the right ways to, people say go to therapy, but that's easy to say. It's different when you say, oh, this therapist helped me out, or I got over this when I went to this therapist, or I talked about this. That Like, you don't really hear about people in therapy sessions. You don't really hear about people sharing their breakthroughs. Like, we're not going to hear about Ben Simmons saying, oh, when I talk to my therapist, this is what happened. 
this is what I learned about myself. I think it's more so people sharing experiences, maybe. You just reminded me of a story I had a few years ago. So uh, somebody I knew had to check themselves into like a mental hospital, right? Because they took too many pills. They were ready to call it quits. And I was with another friend of mine at the time. And we had both gone out at the same time. And the, the initial reaction from my other friend was like, well, damn, he can't ever watch my kid again. Mm. And I thought to myself, I'm like, wow, I've got your kid a lot. And little do you know, I get fucking depressed all the fucking time, dog. Mm. So like, now I know to check that off the list and never mention that to you because now you look at that shit as like a weakness for me. Like now I'm not responsible. I'm not reliable. I'm probably your most responsible and reliable friend. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, now I just heard your knee-jerk reaction, especially in the last like probably two, three years. I'm like very brutally honest. Like, yeah, motherfucker, I get depressed all the time for sure. I- I've gotten a lot better at it in the last two, three years. Like, I have joke with Flock all the time. I say I beat depression. Now, I don't think there's really like no like beating depression, but I- being brutally honest about it has got me a lot of different reactions from people, though. So, like, I'll talk to people, and they'll be like, oh, shit, really? I'm like, yeah, doc, I was diagnosed with anxiety disorder when I was 12. I always think about the worst-case scenario. I I didn't talk to Bree for fucking two days last week, and you couldn't tell me she wasn't sex-trafficked, dog. And, and that was, like, the legit thought process in my mind. Like, damn, this bitch dead. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's very interesting to, like, hear <laughs> how people think that shit is. And, and, and well, I don't know. That shit is weird. I get it, though. I do get it. Oh yeah. From listening to you guys, I feel like maybe my perspective is skewed because that's what I do all day. Definitely. It's definitely your profession. So you probably do feel like people do deal with their issues or we'll talk to somebody about it. But on a, I think on a grand scale, probably 80% of 90% of people that actually need therapy don't go. Yeah, 100%. I've had conversations with like a bunch of friends. And like me, I feel like I pick people apart a little bit, so I like I know. And I'll know they're going through some shit. And I'll be like, yeah, bro. I get the all the fuck. So it's did it come back? Yeah. But it's always like I have to provide like the safety net of like, yeah, bro, I get I get fucking depressed too, dog. Like that that shit happens and then they open up. But, like, even though it kind of feels like people, like, are okay with it and talk about it, it's definitely, like, a, a destigmatization. But I I don't know if it's, like, I'm so confident in myself and other aspects of life that, that I'm comfortable. Like, that's why I'm so comfortable talking about it. So, I, I don't know. I guess, like, if I wasn't in such a good spot in different areas, maybe I would be, like, a little more shy about it. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, it's it's hard to picking a therapist and and choosing somebody that you trust and that you want to open up to, especially because I think there's a subconscious knowledge that it's going to get super real once you do. Like you'll face some really tough feelings and might take some personal responsibility for some things that you've done to contribute to it. And I I think genuinely it's scary to, to go there. Change is hard. Completely agree. I think I think that's the biggest thing is facing that shit. That's probably the biggest shit is facing it. Somebody really telling you how 
what they see in you and you actually accepting what they saying. Because a lot of people could have 15 people tell them about themselves. I'm like them, them 15 of us is tripping. I'm, I'm, I'm this, I'm that, but in reality, it may be something else. And if you accept it or not, that's on the person. I do think that shit is interesting. Um, overall, though, like Flock, you have a lot of people come to you and be like, "Yo, I already know what this is," and I, like, I got that shit figured out, and this is this, this, this. Um, I would say there's a solid like 30 percent, but most of them are wrong. Yeah, it's usually deeper because you can't really analyze yourself, right? You don't expect yourself to heal your broken arm. You can't analyze your own brain because you are your brain. Like that's you. You can't move into that next step and, and figure what out what that is. Yeah, that's the shit I geek about. And we were just geeking about last week. I'm like, oh, I'm so self-aware. I feel like I know everything that's wrong with me. And it's like, yeah, you just gotta do this, 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 and figure it out. But, like, at the same time, like, if I break my arm fucking hoop and I'm not going to be like, oh, I don't need the cast because I know I just got to chill on my arm. <laughs> um, or even, like, when we was joking last week and I'm, I kept fucking with you saying, hey, I'll be depression, I'll be depression, I'll be depression. And then you was getting kind of irritated with me because I was telling you I did it with Capone's and alcohol. <clears throat> I wasn't irritated. Yeah, you was. I could tell the vibe. Um, <laughs> but it is interesting. I feel like you're, like, it's just some shit you gotta learn to live with, like a lot of shit. Yeah, I mean, I seriously wasn't irritated, but like, yeah, I think it is about learning to live with what, who you are and like what you've got and figuring out how to deal with it. Which sounds mad vague, and I hate saying it that way. I love to get more specific. That's perfect. Juice from the chair. Views from the chair, Flocky cured me. Um, I've been using this example for fucking eight months. People tell me they're depressed and shit. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's like actually inflammation of the brain. It's like a physical deep fucking effect. Yeah, you just fucked up, yo. You need to treat that shit like you sick. Like, you know, get some rest, yo. Go get some out, rest. You're not going to get better. So he's like, oh, for real? But like, yeah, dog, you get a cast scan. That shit, shit's fucked up. Yo, that shit's not normal. People don't realize, like, yo, how, like, weird being depressed is. Mm. People don't understand, like, and like, like I said, I'm co- mad comfortable talking about it now. <clears throat> but like, it's it's a very weird feeling to like, especially when you're doing well in life. That's the worst. Like when you're fucked up, like and you don't know what you're doing with your work, or like you don't got no girls, or like you're like not fly. You don't feel like when you start knocking off your bucket of like accomplishments. You're like, all right, career's established. I got a nice apartment. I got a uh, a nice uh, choice of companions. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing everything that I thought I would do. And you still wake up and you're like, damn, yeah, I feel fucking awful. That is a very defeating feeling in life. Like, a very awful feeling in life. And you're like, yeah, like, when you're younger, it's kind of like you put this, like, goal-oriented. And that's why I'm big on, like, you know, the goal-oriented happiness or, or post. Like, when you're younger, you're like, I remember I was younger, I used to be like, yeah, like, my big thing is I need to get my anger management in check. When I get my anger management check, I'll be fine. Because I used to be, like, mad angry when I was younger. And I got that shit checked. And I was like, yo, like, I just need to get a job. So I need to get some money when I come out of college. Got that shit, I'm fine. And I was like, yo, like, I'm very up and down. I need to get this shit in check. And then you start knocking all this shit down. And you're like, all right, yo, maybe it's not something I just need to do. Like, maybe this, like, it, it's, it's almost like fucking, like, 
being like, yo, I'm going to go climb this mountain. And then when you get to the mountain, you realize there's a whole fucking other mountain to climb. Like, it's not the top. And you're like, damn, like, when the fuck does this end? But it, it is mad weird. Like, it's not just like, I think people paint that shit to be like, oh, like, I'm very sad. And I, not that I liked it, but the attention it brung with the, the Miss America or Miss Galaxy that killed herself a few weeks ago. And I've never been, like, suicidal. Like, I've never felt like I wanted to off myself. I'm, like, similar into the, the Pete Davidson aspect of it to where he's, like, it just wasn't an option for me. I got family. I got this, this, this. Couldn't do it. But, like, Miss Galaxy or, or whatever killed herself a few weeks ago, and she was kind of, like, the mom came out and was, like, yeah, people didn't have a fucking idea because she was very high-function, high-productive. And that's, like, the realistic thing. It's not that, like, I'm going to curl up in a corner and cry and watch sad movies. It's kind of like, you know, I'm going to make myself so fucking busy that I'm not going to have to deal with this or, or, or justify how I feel. It, that shit is very weird. You know? It was a very weird experience. It's very weird to, like, explain, like, I'm doing everything I wanted in life and I still feel fucking weird. I still wake up and say, like, this shit's trash. This shit's whack. John Kyle heard me say this shit is fucking whack a thousand times in my life. I will have fucking five grand in my pocket and say, this shit is fucking whack. Like, and I know I should be grateful and happy about shit and still deal with it. But I am beating depression because I'm a lot happier these days. It sounds like you describe it as almost cyclical. Uh, what's, what's cyclical? Like uh, it's on a pattern. It comes and it goes, and it's almost like a matter of time before it shows back up again. Oh, yeah, my shit comes in waves. And what he said, Flock, something, something along when he was talking, I, this thought popped in my head as far as coping with it. Do you think religion could be a detriment mm -hmm. to dealing with depression? Religion? Yeah, as far as like, oh, I'm blessed or God has a plan for me or anything of that nature. As far right. as maybe being delusional to what you're going through and feeling like, as you know, like some religious people say, oh, this is a storm and this will pass, shit like that. Like, do you think religion could be a coping mechanism or maybe even a detriment to mental health? Yeah, I think it could be both. I think some, I, I've worked with people who have used religion as a coping mechanism, as a way to like make it through and see the light at the end of the tunnel, but also like the sin aspect of uh, religion and like going to hell and not being good enough and like always needing God's forgiveness. Like depression does latch on to our shortcomings. And so I've, I've seen like where religion is almost a thing that depression uses to remain alive like it latches on to the sin aspect of religion uh, we're not good enough we're going to hell like i was born a sinner these types of things uh and it uses that as almost like gasoline to, to remain present damn now that's interesting because because i mean you definitely hear those type of things i'm wondering because i'm sitting here thinking like even though I never like felt depression or whatever it may be, maybe felt anxious in moments, but never really full blown depression. But I'm like, damn, could that be an aspect of me having been going to church when I'm younger and thinking, quote unquote, everything happened for a reason or everything would be oh fine and all this other divine shit. But in some people's eyes, religion is complete BS. And in other people's eyes, people live by that shit. So definitely a... a, a 
I think a good question as far as is it good for your mental health or not? Me and M had a conversation about that maybe a couple months ago. Both neither of us being particularly religious, feeling like, oh, if I was religious, then I would feel more depressed. But I don't think that that's uh, a fair representation of like all people that are religious. I think that a lot of people that are religious, like you said, they everything happens for a reason. God has a plan, and that's a way to like work out of the anxious thoughts. I I, do, I sincerely don't think that there's like it leans one way or the other, helpful or unhelpful. It kind of just depends on the person. Right. I like re religion would be a little reassuring, honestly. Like sometimes I'll catch myself and be like, damn, I wish I could believe in that shit. Cause that, it must be nice to think that like everything's out of your hands as long as you try your best. As long as you try your best and you're, you're good to people, that should all work itself out. But isn't it, isn't that the case without religion? Like that we really don't have that much control either way, even if there's no religion. I think we have a shit ton of control. I think your day-to-day -day life comes to a lot of control. I think it comes to what chances you take, who you talk to, with if you fight off your anxiety or not. Like, yeah, like if you go out for this job, if you put in that extra hour for effort, you're more open with this communication. I think we have a shit ton of uh, control over our lives. See, to me, that sounds like there's like some perfect uh, or close to perfect formula to follow for happiness. Okay. <laughs> no i mean I, I i wouldn't say that bro i'm not saying that i just i feel like we have a lot of control over our lives i mean some shit's out of the way like you can't control when somebody dies around you or you can't control what red lights you hit or you can't control uh somebody else is mean to you but you can control your reaction to everything throughout the day mm. you can control your reaction to everything yeah, can you not? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I've reacted to stuff today that differently than maybe I wanted to because I didn't know well enough in the moment what was going on. Like what? Give me an example. I can figure this one out. Well, I mean, I, I can even find like points probably in our conversations where like I could look back on it and be like, yeah, I would have said something different or like, I was on a roll with a joke and then I said one that wasn't funny at all. <laughs> you know, if I decide to beat myself up over that, but I keep forgetting, uh, you guys are big on like, yeah, like what was the percentages we used to argue about like control of life? I, I'm very big on like, yeah, you have a lot of control in your life. Do you, well, so question, do you find, do you know if there's any correlation for you between like what mood you're in and how much control you're trying to exercise? Now, I always have control, bro. Every day, even when I'm in a bad mood, I still have control. It's the same across the board. Yeah, like some, I might not be able to control my mood, but I can control my reaction to it. I control if I'm gonna go to the gym and try and work through it, or if I'm gonna take a bike ride, or if I'm gonna wallow in it, or if, you know, if I you you got plenty of control. Yeah, I, I don't disagree that you have control about the those things. I just don't think it always dictates the mood. I think not not having control is depressing. I mean, make sure maybe it's the thought that you got control. How do we not have control of it? I mean, just like you said, you can't really control. Okay, if somebody calls you right now and says, 
the worst shit you could hear. You don't know how you about to react to that shit until you hear it. And immediate feelings ain't going to be what you or might not be what you think you would have done to five years later. Like, damn, you look back like, damn, I could have acted a different way when I heard that news. But in the moment, you got control of how you react. I don't think so. Not in all situations, no. That's the majority of situations. I don't know. I I get horrible news. Now I control who I call when I get the horrible news. We talking about the immediate feeling, though, like. It's for just, I mean, just off of feeling of I might naturally experience sadness, grief, or whatnot, but I'm I have control over my reaction to that feeling. But do you control the feeling? And what do you think you feel more? Do you, what do you think happens more, feelings or actions throughout the day? Mm. That's a good question, but I feel it's like the feelings. actions have more of a repercussion on your day to day life. I mean. To each his own. I don't know because a lot of times feelings. Buddy, if I acted like feelings like control actions a lot of a lot of the time. If you act just off your feelings, you fucking can just get nothing done. A lot of people don't. That's where I'm at. I'm like, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I I don't know. I think John's right. The feelings that happen that we don't decide, for me, have more of an impact on how I'm feeling and how I'm doing than what I decide to do after. Yeah, but I'm trying to tell you guys that you have mad, like, mad decisions every fucking day. Yeah, mad feelings. You got mad decisions to dictate, like, how you're going to do it. You want to get up? You want to go get a job? You go get a job. You want to do well at your work? You make the decision to put that shower and you want to live in a nice place. Then you figure out how to make some extra money. You want a, a bunch that's of different so girls. Say, that's all that's so easy to say. It's that's reality, though. It's not yeah. like that's that's so easy to say. You want a yeah. nice job. Go put some. No, that's so easy to say, bro. That sound like that sound like a damn to pull your pull, pull yourself up. Yeah, yeah. 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 Because I feel like if if I'm constantly reacting and trying to do something to mitigate each of my feelings, I'm going to be exhausted. Like if I have a feeling that I got to go do something to take care of it, whether that's like go for a walk, I'm not going to have any time. Because if I have to take care of all my feelings instead of just letting them be there, I'm always going to have to be on the go. I can never sit still. I can never like be with my thoughts. There's motherfucking bags under my eyes and come from nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if I had to play golf. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> and who said John gives bad advice? This guy. <laughs> fucking John, I don't you care. Not enough drinks to tell you John's advice. Um, but this is mental health. This is that conversation, like that. That is, I think, in my in my mind, we're alluding to when we say people don't really have is like what it really looks like to just endure your feelings. And not have to try to change them. Don't you want to change your feelings, though? I can want you? to, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. What John said, I can't. I like you can. It's a. I think it's a difference between changing your feelings and dealing with them. All right, let's say like, it's like your block. Like on one end, you're kind of about the science, and on the other end, you're not kind of about the science. So like, it's kind of like hard to like like do the John. So like, all right, so like. 
if the brain, when you're sad, is inflammation, right? Can't the endorphins I release when I work out make me happy? Yeah. So, like, isn't that like, you like, all right, I'm feeling something. Now I'm going to react to it. I don't want to be sad, so I'm going to go fucking stair climb. And now I'm happy. Right, but if you're spending, let's just say you go through a two or day, three day period where you're sad often, then if most of your time is spent trying to change those feelings, you're going to burn yourself out with just trying to change how you're feeling just to break even. Mm. And that usually produces more anxiety because now I'm thinking, how do I get out of this? And we run out of ideas. We run out of things that create the change because as we use things time and time again, it has less of an impact, which is, you know, the main issue with substance abuse, like things just stop having the effect and you need more and more. That's the whole epitome of addiction. Damn. So I thought I beat depression before this conversation, but now it sounds like I'm fucked in a few years. Is that, is, that, is that what we're saying here? I, mean, that I felt like it's working. It's not going to work in a few years, and I'm going to be absolutely fucked. Wow. Views from the fucking chair. <laughs> <laughs> Views from the fucking chair, dog. I mean, but I know that you, you also said that you know that you don't really beat depression, so no, I don't, I'm not like, going to, like, put in that trap. I, yeah, I'm beating depression, but I, I mean, yeah. You don't, be, you don't beat depression, but it sounds like the solution I found for beating it is going to not work in a few years. If that's the theory, it's going to be less effective. Yeah, I'm just wondering, like, what are you working so hard to change? Like, what's, what is, feels so unbearable outside of, like, the nothingness that depression brings on? And nothingness is a good word. Yeah, that, that's to me the when what I've experienced and what I've heard other experience, nothingness is depression, not sadness, just like mute. Devoid yeah, of I don't, know, I don't even know if it's nothingness. I have like a fascination with death. Like just I, I, that's nothingness, right? A complete fascination with death. My whole adult life, since I was like 16, 17. Like an absolute fascination with death. Like how How's that going to impact this life? Or even, like, not even just me to personalize it. Like, I think about my friend's sign all the time. Mm. How that would impact <laughs> everything. 100%. Oh, John, I've thought about you dying a hundred Wow. How that's going to impact my day, my day-to-day, how my life will change, how I have to sub this, that, how I have to do this, this, this. Uh, is it going to be too unbearable? I don't know. There's probably, like, four or five people on that list. Right. See, that sounds like you're searching for control, like, so you know how to handle the situation if it happens yeah my anxiety shit is real my anxiety shit is probably more worse than my depression shit because i always like always think about worst case oh and this is all before i have kids and shit i can't imagine fucking when i have kids and how i'm gonna be about that that's gonna be awful that shit's gonna be fucking awful that's when i think my shit will kick in because i'm already like a I hope this person all right. But as far as a kid, I already know I'm gonna be bugged out when that shit happened. Like, damn, are they getting picked on? Are they gonna get kidnapped on the way home from school? Are they gonna be just that's the type of shit I'm gonna worry about. Is like other people. And that's like a complete no control. I got nothing. I'm just I just gotta hope for the best. Hope my kid does well and I I, I, I taught him enough and, and hope. That, that one's gonna be fucked. That one's gonna be tough as shit, honestly. 
Well, that's I, I have kids. We'll see. I, mean, I think that's where you have an actual opportunity for like healing and like accepting that lack of control. Well, if I learned one thing that. Never mind. That's our new counter is the Neverminds. Nevermind. I used to be the king of Neverminds on Twitter. But never yeah, mind. if you have this idea that like, all right, like this is gonna do this, 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 and then when you get to it, you're like, yeah, you don't want you don't want to set yourself up for failure like that. Been there before. Anyway, I'm about to go get a little no. Yeah. You just want to tear, huh? Yeah. Now we're just gonna say, hey, I'm about to go get a nice little apartment with a rooftop uh, pool, you know. Okay. Next, year, next year I'll probably soup soup up my wheel a little bit, get something nice. I'm about to get my uh, my cakes hat uh, sometime this month, before we go to Vegas, and I'm about to get a new watch. So, you know, everything is great over here. I hope our listeners aren't worried. <laughs> <laughs> I am not gonna pull the plug. Everything is good. So fucking pumped. If you can't tell, so happy. Right, Jake? <laughs> <laughs> Mom, uh, I am okay. <laughs> you have to say you're okay. <laughs> you might no, not be. I feel like, yeah, like people really like, and I, I, I really geek about this shit because I, I talk about this shit all the time in the last few years, but I really do think you need to reinforce people and tell them like, yeah, like, it, yeah, shit sounds sad when you talk about it, but like, it's just a part of life and you kind of learn to live with it. Like, I'm, I'm 100% like, if I'm overly happy 80% of the time, I will take the 20%. I live with that all day. Yeah, I think I, you don't sound sad to me, but like I think for other people it might sound sad because people aren't used to people actually talking about it. I think it really just reinforces your main point at the beginning. Like when you're open, people are like, oh, shit, you must be going through something. I'm like, no, this is regular. Just nobody talks about it. If this is me at the, the peak of my life with my emotions completely controlled, very established in work, very happy with my friendships. Still acknowledging I have a lot of shit to do, but this is me is probably as consistent as you get with emotions. Um, but yeah, everything's good. But yeah, shit is fucked up. It's not like, not, not sweet. That shit is real that people deal with. And I, I definitely, when people kill themselves and shit, I'd be like, yeah, I, I get it. That shit's sad. It's fucked up. I can see how you get overwhelmed with that. Makes sense. Makes sense. Random, random thoughts? Random thoughts. Random thoughts. Uh, what was mine? Random thoughts. I bring the chair back to the views. Random thought. How far against your morals would you go for money? Mm. Would you have sex with your cousin for a billion dollars? Goodness gracious. I don't really have any cousins. Goodness gracious. That's wild. That was the whitest answer I could have gave you. <laughs> 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 That's white people shit. Well, fuck if I had cousins. <laughs> would, you, would you go back to eating meat for how much? Two, two million. You want to go back to eating meat for five hundred million? You could give you a whole for a month. You wouldn't eat meat for a month for five hundred dollars, five hundred million. But no, you would fuck a guy for five hundred million. What? You would fuck a guy for five hundred million? No. I, was, I thought you were gonna say yeah, and I was gonna say damn, that's where it's gonna get meat. 
to be gay. Yeah, like that's crazy. Being gay is worth is worse than killing somebody. I'm trying to think something low on the moral moral status quo though. Can't really think of nothing too low because if you wouldn't do it, I, I guess it, it's really no circumstance where you would do that shit. You wouldn't for five hundred million. That's why I thought that was low on the totem pole, but I guess not. Nah, five hundred million is crazy. What about fish? Like a John, would you jump Dill for a for a hundred thousand? No, oh, that's fucked up. A hundred thousand? Jump me, dog. For a mil? I mean, chop. A mil? What you need out the mill, Dill? You gonna chop me? I was joking. That's fucking What you need what you what you need out the mill? <laughs> who's he jumping? No, that's what I'm saying. That's fucked up. Yeah, who's he jumping me with? I don't Solo. know. We 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 flock, me and flock. <laughs> That would be crazy. That would be a crazy jump. <laughs> Any two of us jumping the other would be insane. That would be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought what if Rory Ma jumped Joe Budden. That shit would be <laughs> Would you rather be um a little person or lose a leg? I don't even like these questions. I don't like the little person things because that shit, I know poor people. No, I mean like a dwarf. Mm-hmm. My buddy Mikey asked me this, and he's like five five, so we're we're, we're good on that. I don't know. I don't like. Oh man, the limb is crazy. Yeah, I'm losing a leg. You got me fucked up. You're. Your height, so five nine, and and losing a leg. You are like five, literally. I don't know how tall you are, but it's like five eleven at best. <laughs> like you are here with John. You and John are like the same fucking height. You're not my height, Jake. You're I don't not. remember how tall Jake is. Yeah, I don't remember how tall John is either. You're not my height, dog. Like you're just not. Um, you don't even look. Sucks like to have to use the same joke back on a person. I don't know. I can't think of what would be worse. I definitely wouldn't want to lose a limb. I definitely wouldn't want to lose a limb. Wait, losing a leg now is like so nonchalant. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Technology like, ain't advanced far enough. They got all these different kind of legs. So you can nah, run nah. Home, you can run track, you can ride bikes, you can play basketball. The limb, dog? But like that phantom that's limb thing. Big, that's one of my biggest fears is the limb. Bro, so you'd rather be five fucking, you'd rather be four foot. And be five ten with a prosthetic leg. But you don't even know. I mean, I'm guessing if you a little person, you wouldn't even know what it's like to be five. Whatever. Dude, ask, ask your lady if she would still date you if you were. A I was just trying person. to a short John. What you mean? Ask your lady if you. I'm pretty sure they got apps for the short people or the small people. They got they got them for other shit. Ain't that right, Fox? Hey, <laughs> that shit works too. You know what I mean? The quick results. But your your lady, you lose a leg, your lady's still dating you. You turn you into a, lose a leg is, you, No, bro. No. But if you didn't have a leg and you met your lady, would she still date you? Mm, ask her. Would anybody y'all deal with mess with y'all if y'all lost a leg? Now my man's lost his leg. He got shot and lost his leg. That's my man. You can't even tell for real when he got jeans on and shit. And he, he's still thugging it. He's pretty cool. I don't know. That's I, mean, I ain't want to deal with a lot of mental problems, but that would fuck my head up if I yeah, lost a leg. I wear jeans. If I, if I, this is the thing, though. If I was born without it, it'd be different. But if I had one and lost it, that would fuck my head up. I lost two feet. 
I'd fuck my head up. That's what I'm saying. You lose anything. Don't nobody want to lose shit. I'm not saying like two feet, like two feet, like the fast. Damn, I'm like, two teeth. I'm like, yeah, that's gonna fuck me up too. That's one of my deepest fears is losing my teeth. Yeah, all of anything. Yeah, a that's finger. Why, why do you think meth be doing it? Something rots it out. I heard another. What would you rather? That was pretty disgusting. Uh, have a glass bottle broken up your ass or a scalpel taken to your urethra? Urethra, you gotta remind me where where that's urethra is like the inside of your dick. Ah. Pee hole. The pee hole? Yeah. It's really? in the pee hole, right? What? Yeah, that it is it, that's what it is, yeah. You ever get a catheter? No. Whew. You got one? I don't know when I was like 14 and the nurse was hot as fuck. I'm, my dick's never been softer. She just shoved that shit up there. Embarrassing. Rough. And you know, 14 is like when you're the most horny. So you're like, damn, like, that's crazy. Don't see me on plastic class. Just hard as shit. She's trying yeah, to shove like, plastic like, up like, her dick. Like my first job. I was in, um, y'all ever went to the doctor and they got the students in there? Yeah. Yep. So, I, uh, so I went to the doctor, my family doctor, to go get a physical one time. And the student in there, and she, uh, you know they always asking shit. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. They ask. This was the most awkward shit I ever had. The doctor, my doctor lady, the student was a lady. And it comes to the part where you gotta drop your drills. It come to that part. So like, do you mind if the student? I'm like, nah, it's whatever. Okay. I ain't think I was about to touch my student. <laughs> 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 She she instructing her on how to conduct it. I'm like, this is so shit right here. Like she's just looking, mm. moving it. I'm like, yo, like <laughs> what is we doing? Like, she supposed to be how you think she was about to be hands-on with my shit. You got it on, you know? That was the wildest shit. I, no. I yeah, ever since then it's always been no with the students. I uh not to the students, but yeah, that was that was a little update. Yeah, I had a, a, a ball ball panther scare uh, a few years ago and I went to the doctors and fucking it was the same situation. And she, he was like, all right, you know, like this room. And I was trying to like shimmy a little bit, get some blood flow. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you don't want to go in all the way soft, but like mostly soft. <laughs> I figured it was going to be somebody like chill. It was like a 20-year-old blonde with blue eyes and shit. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Just trying to get a chub going so she <laughs> Yeah. Ended up being a tumor. <laughs> That's what the blood flow was. That's crazy. Yeah, random thought though. Uh they cured AIDS. I've been saying it for years. People haven't been listening. I said they basically cured AIDS. They're on the way to it. It's cured. Uh thank God. It, it, it's over. So Question okay. is, are we going to hear from this doctor in a week? Who cares? They cured it. It's already reported. It's like the fourth or fifth time they didn't say this shit. Uh, this one's New York Times, Wall Street Journal. Three people have verified been cured of uh, HIV. They already have the preventative HIV that the the, the, um, the people take now. So we're like, you can get you can take a drug right now every day that makes sure you don't get AIDS. Like if you wanted to, you could pop a pill every morning. And it would make sure that you don't get AIDS, even if you got exposed to it. But now they have the actual cure. Uh, 
wondering if like what drugs herpes will probably be next. Um, they can't figure out cancer for shit. Though. Well, but they say they don't need to work on shit else until they figure cancer out. I can't figure can't have so many cancers too. My, my yeah, man's uh, my man's uh, just just uh, had pancreatic cancer, and he ended up having to get like a bladder transplant, which I or they reconstructed his bladder. It's a little, like they do some wild shit with medicine though. I'll give them that. Damn. What do you got, Jake? Oh, um, I don't know. I was trying to think of a couple. One that I thought of the other day was a plate is just a really wide cup. Was <laughs> a lot shorter than a cup. Yeah, I guess the you lost the length when you went wide. <laughs> <laughs> Um, J.R. Smith actually goes to school right down the street from me. Uh, he goes to NCAA. Yeah. That's oh, I live less than a mile from there. He's on the golf team. His you ever, uh, on... the band out? Got a pretty dope band. Yeah, you can hear the band from my house. Oh, that's fire. Yeah, they're really good. That's oh. fire. Yeah, they like national champs and shit. Yeah. Must, uh, get a lot of complaints in the suburbs with that noise. Right. So is it. Yeah. Um, uh, Jules is actually from Raleigh. Uh, from Euphoria. I wonder. Yeah, she uh, she's really politically active too, on like the whole bathroom situation. Oh, that was a big deal out in North Carolina. Yeah. What did you want? What'd you say? What did she want? Damn, fuck! I have to come visit you soon. Yeah, yeah, man. When's your, when's your uh, second baby do? Uh, March twenty second. Damn, might got the same B day as me, man. When's your birthday? Twenty ninth. Oh shit! It could. Damn, that's a great day, Aries. Hey man, we the coolest. You about that <laughs> cool ass baby? Songs of the week. Shout to you, man. Yeah, man. Soon. And yeah, then we gotta break that down one day too. What's that? My uh, laps in the pod. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, song of the week. I'm gonna go with uh. A classic. It's not the one with game, but certified gangsters with Jim Jones and Cam. Kill with the deal, still got cane to cut. 
Certified Gangsters, Jim Jones and Cam. Such a classic. Which album is that off again? Uh, the one I got is on some mixtape uh, on my way to church. I didn't realize that shit came out in 04, but it makes sense. Because that was like game debut around that time. Uh, I'm going to go an easy one. The new uh, Conway John Woo flick. Dude, Sion's career is pretty much over already, huh? Who? Sion. Oh, is it really? Looking bad. So it sounds like he's about to get his second foot surgery. Or if he's going to miss this all year. After he already missed, what, all last year? Yeah, that's a shame. He was promising.
I was at a party the other day, maybe no, maybe a few months back, and they were playing West Side, <clears throat> making fun of him. And I feel yeah. hurt. I was like, "Damn, you just gonna like mock West Side Gun?" But they was making fun of him because they felt like he sounded ridiculous. Damn, his voice or what? He was yeah, saying? I used to think he sounded like just like Action Bronson. I couldn't get over it. I see that a little bit. I am going with one of my favorite uh, Kanye Johnson says topical. Last call. Yo, fuck you, Kanye, first and foremost, for making me do this shit, motherfucker. Motherfucker. I had to throw everybody out the motherfucking room because they don't fuck you. I'd like to propose a toast. I said toast, motherfucker. Lexus, now I am. And they ask me, they ask me, they ask me, I tell them. Where's your glasses, your glasses, your glasses to the sky? This is the last call for alcohol for the. To get your ass up off the wall. Now is Kanye the most overlooked? Yes, sir. Now is Kanye the most overlooked? Yes, sir. Do the fans want the feeling of a tribe called West? But all they got left is this guy called West. Gotta take freeway throwing more tracks from most death. They call him Wiley or Quayley. I put him on songs with Jay-Z. I'm the gap like Banana Republican Old Navy. And ooh, it come out sweeter than old Sadie. Nice as Bum B when I met him at the Source Awards. Girl, he had with him ass. Could have won the Hulse Awards. And I was almost famous. Now everybody love Kanye. I'm almost raining. Some say he arrogant. Can y'all blame him? It was straight embarrassing how y'all played him. Last year shopping my demo, I was trying to shine. Every motherfucker told me that I couldn't rhyme. Now I can let these. Dude, what a fucking guy when he first came out. Unreal. It is interesting to see that doc and know that, like, yeah, like, obviously, Ron Fest and them were helping him write his bars. But, man, he had some shit back then. No question. It was even crazy to see uh, Consequence sitting there with him looking crazy, but he always had him with him. It's crazy how many people Consequence is written for. Yeah. Yeah. Like nobody's ever heard of him. He's just doing shit, either. And yeah. he'll drop a fire verse, like, on Gone. I was gonna say, Gone. 
with on, on Gone is one of my favorite verses ever, dog. He was going crazy on that shit. Yeah, he had like a unique rap voice too. So it wasn't like he was white. It was just I don't I don't pop. Yeah, I'm not familiar with his big song. I don't know. I just know his features and every time he got him, he do his thing. Yeah. All right. I was say, just remember, fellas, that a Boy Scout sounds like the perfect name for someone that works for a pedophile. That's a fact. A Boy Scout. <laughs> Catch you guys next week. <laughs>